Multicolored lights and sounds A world of adventure and heroes galore It's truly outrageous when we yell Thundercats ho Autobots roll out and yell Yo-Jo Both feet and legs and do the Mario Get into a Care Bear stare and go-go gadget ears Excuse me princess, it's time for Totally Radical, Totally Radical, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast! Hello and welcome everyone, welcome back to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. We are the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and just the glorious insanity there is. My name is Randy, I am your host on this journey, and as always, I am joined by my good friend and my co-host, Phil. Phil, how are you doing today, brother? Oh my god, how is everyone going? Are you still alive? What's going on with this Corona Coochie right now? <laughs> is everyone okay? Please stick with us. I love you guys. I am so happy to be here. I'm still alive. I'm good. I'm great. Oh, oh man, and... Yeah, uh, we are obviously still alive at this point, and oh, uh, dude, we have a we have an episode for you today, folks. Ooh, it is so just, just let's let's just go. It's ridiculous. It's funny, and and uh, I'm not I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but good God, let's let's just go. Oh, uh, and before we reveal today's episode, <laughs> well. Obviously, you'll know what it is by the title of the of the episode when you download it. But before we get into all of the just absolute glorious fun of this episode, I've got some housekeeping notes for you. Of course, Geek World Order, or I'm sorry, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Getting ahead of myself here, folks. But you know what? We're here. We're creating content for you. I'm still excited, even in the midst of all this crazy, you know, stuff going on with the world. 2020 is still the 10th anniversary year of Geek World Order. Our official uh, anniversary, of course, isn't until July. But, of course, it, it's still the year itself. Still going to celebrate. Still going to create content and bring it out to you guys. Go to GeekWorldOrder.com. Facebook, look up Geek World Order and Totally Radical Cartoon Podcasts. They both have their own pages. And, of course, you can find Geek World Order at Geek World Order on both Twitter and Instagram. You can't fuck with us. Oh, man. And today, folks... <laughs> oh, man. Fight, they will fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. Coronavirus! Oh, man. And we are taking a look <laughs> at an episode from the first full season of G.I. Joe entitled The Germ. Wow. And again... Seriously, this was not a coincidence. It's ridiculous. Like, it made me laugh so hard when I watched the episode. <laughs> like, seriously, it's just like, wow. Uh, and of course, this is kind of the wow. one break, kind of the one breakout episode for the character Airtight. Airtight was the shit, though, bro. And of course, Airtight is a um a biohazard specialist for GI Joe, dude. He's and he a had scientist. the widow. He had that widow's peep, though. <laughs> Bro, that, that massive receding peep was hairline. Way back there. Dude, his hairline was like halfway to his Ooh. neck. If he had to salute, it would be way back to like, yes, sir. <laughs> 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 oh, 
like halfway back across his head like yes sir but yeah this episode is kind of his uh his featured episode that was his time to shine like he really shined that was that was crazy and it really just and it's definitely a good example of how gi joe kind of operates and how they really go about selecting their agents for it Exactly. I was going to say they pick the right people for a reason. He's like that seriously. Like, he's a he's, a, he's an experiment of his craft. Like mm-hmm. he did the damn thing. And you know, biological things like this, that's kind of his uh his expertise here. Oh, this episode shows it for sure. All right. So we start the episode in the waiting room of a hospital in a gentleman gets a message to his watch so yeah we've got like smart watches in like the 80s man <laughs> seriously i was like wait a second and this and this gentleman who is referred to as agent x99 by the crimson guard commanders uh tomax and zamont is sent on a mission because he's actually at a hospital where a Basically, a biological agent is being tested, and this agent is known as Bacteria X. Oh, goodness. So, he goes into a room. So, he's basically posing as a doctor or one of the scientists at this lab, this hospital, and he pulls out a Crimson Guard uniform. So, not only is this guy Cobra... He is an elite cobra. He's very strategic. I can say that at the at the most. Like he was like, wow. So he goes in, he grabs the the bacteria X, and basically he's confronted by one of the doctors in the room. He's like, What are you doing in this lab? And he sees the big cobra symbol <laughs> on his chest, and he's like, "Oh, oh, you're cobra. This isn't good." Yeah. And he and again with the strategicness, like wow, like this episode just as we delve into it, just wow, dude. And he like as he's going out, he's like, "Oh." The, the doctor's like, oh, you don't know what you're dealing with. This is dangerous. And the Crimson Guard is like, no, you don't know how dangerous this bacteria will be once right? Cobra's through with it. Dude. It's like, dude, that is That like... threw me for a loop for a second. I'm like, oh, shit. Right? It's like, no, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yo, dude, when, when they want to paint Cobra as just like evil and not to be messed with oh my god exactly i was like oh shit dude this was insane uh so the the crimson guard he runs out and we cut to a scene where he's on a cobra hydrofoil and he's you know pulling up to a base and bro these two generic cobra grunts (laughs) Oh my god, that oh shit. Bro, they're like <laughs> That oh, is what I laughed about the most. What the fuck? To huh, they're huh, they're elite. Psh, 
Oh, they, bar- they don't do shit. They announced that. <laughs> they seriously announced <laughs> it. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. When you get ca- when you get called out by rank, that reminded me of my Navy days. <laughs> Listening to people getting called out by rank. Wow, dude. Like that is the most insultive thing, but at the same time, right? You do that to yourself. Oh my goodness, and man. I don't want to like I don't want to jump ahead, but I'm pretty sure Shipwreck knows about that. But <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, it's like, wow, dude. Like they, that that was like that was wavelengths for a second. But yeah, no, Shipwreck is totally in this episode. Because um Agent X ninety nine is definitely voiced by Neil Ross. And we love him. And the voice is very is pretty much that voice is pretty much Neil Ross's real voice. Dude, I heard it. I heard all of it. <laughs> Seriously. Like cause... from the last thing we did, like I heard all of it. I'm like, okay, I fucking love him. Cause and we're good. That's basically his voice for Springer on Transformers too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And I hear it. That's the funny part is like, I have so much love for the voice actors that do what they do, especially back in the 80s. You can hear it and it's just like, it makes you so happy. Right. And really once you start um, recognizing them and really seeing just the range some of these guys have. It's like the Gummy Bears episode that we just did. Like, seriously, it's... You hear it, and it's like you have so much more respect for it as an adult. It's I know, just right? wow. Uh, so Agent X-99 goes into Destro's laboratory, and he gives the vial. And Destro's like, all right, you're 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 good. Go away. He's like, nah, fam. <laughs> exactly. Nah, fam. He's like, I have orders from the Crimson Guard commanders to watch everything you do. Exactly. And he literally pulls out his orders from Cobra Commander. And he goes, I have orders in triplicate. Oh, boy. Dude, he literally pulls out, like, the multiple copies of his orders. That is the ultimate pulling rank. If you've ever been in the military or known of it, the ultimate pulling a rank on someone. Right? Just straight up pulling that, out your Oh orders. my god, that is... Ooh! <laughs> it's like, <laughs> here are my orders. <laughs> exactly. Read them and weep, bitch. It's like, oh well, fuck. Oh. So much for my masculinity. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pulling rank on you. Fuck off. Yes, yeah. sir. Oh, dude. Or yes, petty officer, yes, this or that. That's basically what it is. Dude, Destro pounds the workbench (laughs) and just storms off. Exactly. Oh, my God. The funny part is that reminds me so much of the military. It's ridiculous. I laugh so hard. (laughs) I was like, fuck. I have probably been in that, like, position a few times. You just bark in order and someone's like, uh, no, I have orders. Fuck your orders! <laughs> Bullshit. Okay. That's cool. Thank you, sir. It's <laughs> like, seriously, that really happens. Oh, I'm sure it does. 
Oh, it does. Bro, so this Crimson Guard is like sneaky as hell. So he contacts the twins. He's like, all right, Destro's gone. What do I do now? They're like, okay, cool. Bring bring the bacteria to us. And we'll oh. run our own tests on it and extensive enterprises for half the cost. Yeah, that sounds like, um, wait for it. That's a terrorist regime. <laughs> I mean, this is Cobra's money laundering operation is extensive. Enterprises. Yeah. Oh, Coronavirus. God. Yeah. So the Cobra, so the Crimson Guard, he grabs the vial. And he grabs another vial. Yes, I was. Experimental. I was, that. I was like, "Wait, serum. what?" Uh huh. And he's fully aware of what that does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, this sounds interesting. Bet we could use this." So yeah, he just uh, grabs the. The violin here runs off. Um, unfortunately, there's a televiper who seems to be actually doing his job. Dude. And actually, you know, catches him on, on the cameras. Right. Trying to leave with the vials. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like, someone was actually doing their job and, like, the hell. Right. <laughs> like seriously, he was actually doing what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Poor man. Poor guy. Oh dude. So this Crimson Guard, he grabs like a hang glider. So he and he's just like Bye. <laughs> Bye bitch. And so basically this starts like a whole chase scene where like those two Cobra grunts are like trying to like stop him. Like, I think one of them like actually like climbs onto the glider. Oh yeah, he totally did. So like they're shooting. I actually laughed at that scene. There's like other cobras on the hydrofoil, like shooting guns, and they're all just like those guns. Oh god, good god. Um, those laser points, those lasers. Yeah. They can be lethal or non-lethal. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, they are just like shooting each other. At some point between the guns and the um, one of those two grunts from earlier jumping on. So yeah, the Crimson Guard, he drops the two vials. Yep. And they crash to the ground. And what Not for they, nothing, the guys jumped on. They kind of did their job, just in a dumb way. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, the two, the two vials, their contents mix. Yep. And guess what happens? Dude, it turns. Goober, PB, and J. This is like it just turns into a giant blob. Goober, PB, and J. Bruh. Tell me I'm wrong. Bruh, this thing is like deep <laughs> purple. The mutated Goober PB&J. 
Like, this thing is so deep purple, even Prince is like, oh, damn. Oh, my God. Maybe I was just like this, fuck. <laughs> this will never be satisfying. <laughs> so, dude, this thing starts... Oh, my God. Grow. So, this thing starts growing. And, like, it literally starts, like, kind of crawling. Like... We see it like actually absorb like some small creatures, like some earthworms, and yes, this was the G to PG version of the Blob, dude. And it's just growing. If anyone knows who the what the Blob is, fuck. So at this point, like it literally starts growing, and they're scared. Like the the two guys literally just jump, grab like cobra eel diving suits and like diving for it that would have never happened if this was the actual blob <laughs> you would have seen the corpses of that yeah skeletons with one eyeball dude this thing literally absorbed like <laughs> that entire base this should have been worse than they showed oh yeah no this like, it should have been a fucking massacre. This like, episode this... could have gone so dark. Yes, it should have. This could have literally been the beginning of the blob or something else. Mm-hmm. But it's a children's cartoon, so... Yeah. Not so, so we, much, uh... but they could also do a murderous adventure of G.I. Joe, so... <laughs> So, yeah. so, make it dark, let's make it dark. Right? So we cut to the G.I. Joe headquarters, and Breaker is at the the communication station, and they get a message from Colonel Sharp, who informs him of the blob, and he's like, ha, yeah, what did I just say? we're going to need you to do something <laughs> here. Seriously? <laughs> That's fucking fantastic. Please continue. You know, like, he's so nonchalant about it, too. Like, yeah, we kind of got this blob. Oh, fuck. Great. This is what I got to do. Yes. So the group of G.I. Joes that assembles that are that initially encounter the blob the first time are Breaker, Scarlet, Snake Eyes, Shipwreck, Dusty, and Ace. (laughs) Oh, Scarlet. Scarlet, you are mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Oh yes. Uh, so you... yeah, this is our first. And no, yes, go ahead. So they all, you know, they yell "Yo, Joe!" and head out. And of course, everyone knows how to fly all the jets. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep. It's like really, all of you know how to fly military jets. Yeah, I'm waiting for this, right? <laughs> Seriously, I'm waiting for it. It's like, bro, you've got a ninja <laughs> and a sailor. Right? And guys who you you wouldn't think would be piloting jets. Oh, my God. It's like, Ace is actually a pilot. Oh. This I episode. Think, I'm think, just waiting for it. I think, Ace, <laughs> I think Ace is actually the figure that comes with the Sky Striker toy. Is it really? If I remember correctly, I think Ace is the one that comes with the Sky Striker. Oh, shit. So, yeah. 
Yeah. That'll take some research. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta see that. Right? The one that, you know, should actually be flying these things. And, of course, we got Dusty, because, you know... I mean, Neil Ross is already in this episode. Yes. And he plays both Shipwreck and Dusty. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I love him as Shipwreck. You have no idea how much I love him as Shipwreck. It's so fun. That's so, him. They start shooting missiles at this blob. And it does nothing. Can I mention how much I love the missile sound effect? <laughs> It's just like every every simple missile sound effect from that era sounded the same, and it's so funny, right? But it's so memorable. It's so it's just it's so nostalgic. I'm trying to remember if these are like Lucasfilm sound effects or not. I don't know. I believe Sunbow had access to some a lot of the same sound effects that Lucasfilm did. Seriously? Like maybe that's why. They're so nostalgic. It's it's ridiculous cuz it reminds you of a lot of things like a lot of the movies back then, a lot mm-hmm. of the shows. It's just it it's one of those things like you know how you know how people say that um you smell something and it reminds you of your childhood. Uh-huh. Those sound effects. Right? It seriously brings you back. You remember everything, every single thing you've seen, experienced, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Like, it brings you back to all those movies, those shows, everything. Right? Even the Ninja Turtle sound effects, those missiles... Oh, dude, man. It's almost the same effects. Oh, dude. So, here's where the episode just starts getting insane. So, at first they think the missiles were duds. So they do another round of them. And, bro, the blob, like, literally just spits the missiles back at them. Yes! And it the blob didn't give a hot fuck. He's like... Pfft. It shoots every single missile back. So here's where we start a series of like Ace almost dies like twice within like three <laughs> minutes of screen time. Dude. One of the missiles straight up sh- hits his plane. Yes. So Ace lands next to a farmer with a crop duster. Oh my God. He's like, all right, I got an idea. Yo, dude, yeah. I need to borrow your plane. Dude, that scene was so funny. Bro, bro, this farmer straight up throws shade at him. He's like, Yes. I mean, if you don't bring my plane back looking like yours. Like, would you just found your plane? Like, <laughs> seriously. I was like, oh, shit. And so the other Joes, they take their planes and you and make like, Sky riding with the exhaust trails. And they literally put a big message in the sky going, leave your homes. We gonna die, (laughs) y'all. Seriously. And one of the residents like, "Is is this just one of those land schemes they talk about? Dude. Bro, the residents of this town. I think that's what hit me. 
like the conspiracy shit. Bro. Like that really hit me. I was like, wait, what? I know, dude. There's like so many parallels to what's going on oh, right now. Years later. Like seriously, I was like, wait, what did what did they just say? Right. It's like, okay, I'm gonna keep quiet, but uh, it hurts. It hurts so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like seriously, like what did they just say? Yeah. So the the bacteria blob monster is like just ran, ransacking through town. Coronavirus. <laughs> just absorbing houses. <laughs> Bro. And one of the floor, one of the residents like, Amy, I told you never make that surprise stew again. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was so goddamn funny. Oh, I'm sorry. I just choked. <laughs> that oh, dude, was so goddamn funny. Just... I told you I would make a stew again. Dude, this episode had so much oh, my shade God. in it. That was so fucked up. <laughs> it seriously was. Dude, the one-liners and the zingers, wow. man. Wow. Turn it again. Dude, that shit made me laugh so hard. It really did. So, <laughs> here comes Ace in the, um, in the crop duster. So his idea is to take the insecticides in the crop duster and pour it over the bacteria. So here's where we get the second instance within just a couple of minutes of Ace almost dying. Yeah, actually. Bro, the blob just takes all that in and freaking spits it out at him. Yeah, everything, literally everything. So he is literally like flying around with this insecticide poison cloud around him. And you can obviously tell by the way he's coughing. (laughs) Like, seriously. Because obviously he he didn't think to take his mask with him from the plane. Coronavirus! It's like, like, well, that's what you get, Ace. You didn't take your, uh, your pilot mask with you. I don't even think he was wearing a helmet in the crop duster. Nope. You're going to die. He literally had no protection. <laughs> he has nothing. Literally nothing. He, it's commendable, but it's stupid. Mm-hmm. So they're like... So he ends up having basically crash the plane and land. <laughs> yeah. And they try to go after him, but... Like, Scarlet actually tries to, you know go in and save him and snake eyes is holding her back can i they're like um scarlet and him have a kind of a thing and i'm kind of jealous because scarlet good god (laughs) i would eat her with ham and pepper oh jeez i'm not taking that back (laughs) oh oh the weird the weird scarlet relationship dynamics because in the cartoon oh, it's like all duke but in like right? every other medium it's steak eyes because for some what, reason what this cartoon yes. doesn't want to do anything with snake eyes because like uh he can't talk can't do anything there's with a reason him. for that because he eats too much pussy no i'm just kidding yeah 
Spano. They never did anything. They barely did anything oh, with Snake Eyes. Of course, Snake Eyes, dude. But later, like cartoon media's were like, "All right, we we can do stuff with the silent guy. It's okay." Uh, um, they didn't want. They didn't want to at a, at a certain point. So I mean, even the comics, like issue yeah. twenty one of the comics, the silent issue. It was just he was supposed to be like a almost a <laughs> relic, hmm. uh, as well as silent. I don't know. It was just it was weird. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, so they stopped Scarlet from. <laughs> I was you know, gonna say something jump. fucked up. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> my voice don't work. Don't even. My dick don't work. My eyes, Scarlet, Snake. Listen. Oh, what are we gonna do with you? That snake still work. The eyes. Don't. <laughs> no, but seriously. He was always my favorite character for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um it just he I don't know. Yeah. No one ever no one ever understood him, so I kind of resonated with that, I guess you could say. Yeah, this particular cartoon series probably was the worst at handling snake eyes. <laughs> yeah. But as things went on, like he had such a a fantastic mm-hmm. I guess character caricature or origin story <laughs> yeah later series did so much better with him dude they did fantastically with him <laughs> um i won't say the movies but the cartoons yes yeah cartoons yeah not so much uh, uh, yeah at least this one <laughs> later yeah. cartoon series did so much better like renegades did did so much better with him uh the resolute cartoon movie they seriously like and they were really savage with it oh yeah dude oh resolute was amazing i loved it like it was fantastic like they explained so much and Mm -hmm. especially the origin stories it was I enjoyed. I, I have nothing bad to say about it. It was just, I loved every second of it. Oh, you know. So, so eventually, Ace regains consciousness, and we get airtight in this episode. Finally, <laughs> so basically, he's being the all scientist shining and, uh, person of this entire episode. Dude, airtight has like this weird dry sarcasm right he's like you're basically you know talking about how dangerous it is and it's like you know yeah that's all cool and all but i'm gonna do it you know it's not a virus it's a bacteria (laughs) dude i have to give mad props to airtight for this episode i really do he owned this shit he really did Mm mm-hmm and so Flint shows up, and so now we have action, an actual field commander out here, and he's kind of giving him, you know, some background information. They found out that this is pretty much a Cobra problem. It basically started a Cobra base, and they found the, the trash Cobra base. Yep. Bro, the exchange here is insane, because Ace like, 
Oh, it trashed a Cobra base? Maybe it's not such a bad germ after all. <laughs> Dude, they threw so much shade. <laughs> they really Bro. did. And Scarlet's like, heh, maybe it deserves a medal. Oh, and Scarlet. Dusty's like, um, where would you pin it? <laughs> right? Oh my god. Dude, the shade though. Dude, like the one-liners in this episode are top notch. And that is why I love G.I. Joe so freaking much. Oh, Like, seriously. uh, So we go to the flag, the USS flag, and they're preparing their plans. Uh, Airtight is working with Snake Eyes, and they're setting up these giant explosives. Basically, they're making, like, an antibacterial bomb. Oh, yeah. And the plane that Airtight is going to go into the blob with looks like a giant dart. <laughs> I wanted to mention that, like, but I didn't call, know when to do that. They basically call it the world's largest hypodermic, but... Yeah, exactly. Like I was like, wait, what? And that is why I love 80s cartoons so freaking much. Like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> That is why I love it so much. So Airtight's going to fly the giant dart. Ace is going to fly by him in a plane. Oh, boy. So I was like, Influence, like, all right, good luck with your mission. Keep in constant contact with Ace. <laughs> and dude, Airtight's right. like, um, I'm sorry. I can either stay in radio contact or I can do my job. I can't oh, do dude. both. That was like, not for nothing, that was like the most military-ass response ever. (laughs) Seriously, that really was. Oh my gosh. That was the most military response ever. Yeah, this is insane. And I loved it. Influence just like, all right, Ace, just just keep Chatter to a minimum. He's like, I I need this guy to do his job. (laughs) <laughs> seriously plus that it's like okay just leave him be he's gonna do his job it's fine uh-huh oh man so yeah so they take off they fly around and airtight takes his plane into the germ <laughs> and bro the animation here is just as he's flying around, he's seeing like the wreckage from the Cobra base. Dude, the, it was like, actually cars. Was... Oh yeah, dude, from like, like from the houses in town that were taken apart. There, there's like cars and like missiles and all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. just hanging around in here, man. Right, and it wasn't like subpar animation. It was freaking gorgeous dude it really was like i was like holy shit and all of a sudden we have explosions going off (laughs) right so yeah so we have danger going on our hero is in trouble ah that means it's time for commercial folks so we'll be back in just a moment Joke team, our work 
work isn't done yet. Joe! Follow the exciting adventures of the Joe team five days a week as they battle the evil forces of Cobra. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's the most exciting and explosive series ever. Don't miss a single day. G.I. Joe! Weekdays at 5 on Channel 30. G.I. Joe is counterattacking. Our Rattler will slow them down. It's G.I. Joe against Cobra and Destro fighting to save the day. They're destroying our tanks. Get the hovercraft. Joe never gives up. He's always there. Fighting for freedom over land and air. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe is there. They're beating us. We better call Zartan. What can he do? Find out in the adventures of G.I. Joe from Marvel Comics. You're looking at the Cobra Surveillance Port. Imagine this! Look! It's the Cobra Surveillance Port! And that's an Android Cooper! I love the Cobra Vipers! Look, Wayne Joe! And that's the law, G.I. Joe's high-tech defense post. That's dial tone! And at the outpost defender, that's Leatherneck. Live the adventure of G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe, outpost defender, the law, and Cobra Surveillance Port. G.I. Joe and Cobra figures each sold separately. All right, and we are back. And as we left for the break, uh, our airtight was in danger. There are explosions going around. Uh, because as we see, um, what's happening is these like uh, bombs and missiles from the Cobra base that was that was absorbed by the blob. Yep. Uh, so he's trying to avoid them and... Basically, he gives the analogy that trying to pilot his craft through this germ is basically trying to drive a truck through Jello. <laughs> Dude. Uh, and he's oh in the middle God. of a minefield. Ooh, buddy. And oh, buddy. Oh, my is God. Insane. It was rough. It was really rough. So, yeah, oh he's got to, like, avoid explosives. And like corrosive, like antibodies in the bacteria, trying to like fend him off. And eventually, he finds the nucleus of this thing, which is pretty much where he needs to plant his explosives. It was almost like the piece of the storm. Like nothing happened when like they found that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, we go to the the GI Joe's makeshift field headquarters where. Basically, at this point, um, Airtight is unable to communicate with them. Um, and we get some commotion. Because the scientist from before... That oh, dear. The inf that the stuff was stolen from. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I have to talk to you. Please listen to me. <laughs> it's like that guy. He's just right. Odd. He's like, I'm not Cobra. I'm just a scientist. They told me I couldn't do this, but I can. But the guy basically says, Yeah, no, this is this is definitely Cobra's fault. You know, they stole the ant, they stole the bacteria, and this is what's happening. They got to me first. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So, and actually, this doctor, this scientist guy actually thinks that 
the Joe's plan of like basically using an antibacteria bomb might actually have the opposite effect of what they're looking for. <laughs> I was gonna say that, like it's going you're going to make things worse, but thank you for finding me. So at this point we switch back into the germ where airtight is getting out of this uh dart shuttlecraft thing. And he has the antibiotic bomb strapped to him. And again, not for nothing, but Airtight, like, he really showed his ass in this episode. He's like, <laughs> He seriously did. He's like, all right, I got a job to do. Time to do it. Fuck it. Let's get this done. Like, <laughs> that's what he is. And he's still avoiding danger because the... The two idiots from earlier show up. Yeah. And they try to basically kill him. <laughs> they really did, though. Bruh. There was a homicide episode in this cartoon. <laughs> Dude, man. And he overcame everything. Yeah, no. So, Airtai, like, actually, like, because he basically got the bombs attached to a chain attached to like his chest rig and like he tries to like remove it with the key but that goes flying away yep so then he literally just takes the chain and like swings the bomb around catches the two guys with the with the chain and so these two cobras and the bombs all go right into the nucleus of the germ. So he saved himself, but at the same time, he more or less made things worse. So now that they're being <laughs> pulled into it, Airtight is also being pulled into it. And he straight up just grabs one of their guns and just shoots the chain away. I honestly can't be mad at him for that. <laughs> I totally can't because he was like, <laughs> fuck this shit. He's like, and I just survived and look at the show I've got myself into. Yeah. He's like, nope. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shoot shit at this point. He's like, I gotta get out of here. These bombs are gonna go off. <laughs> right? Seriously. So he goes back to his ship and so yeah, there is a so the crimson guard from earlier is in the blob, and now he's in airtight sh ship. And dude, airtight does not have time for his crap. He really doesn't though. He's like, listen, those bombs <laughs> are about to go off. We have airtight two options. Is very strategic. <laughs> He's like, I like can, him a like, lot. You can let me fly this thing out of here, or we both die. And the Crimson Guard's like, you know what? I really don't want to die today. So, all right, you know what? That was like the most. I was like, oh my god, when that happened, I was like, whoa, like really? That just happened, dude. Airtight ain't got time for shit today, man. Exactly. Airtight was like, either die or 
get the fuck on board. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so they barely get out. Like, so the the canisters with the explosives actually go off at this point, and they basically get shoved out of the thing by the shockwave of it. Oh yeah. So yeah, basically they land. They're like, oh, hey, you're back. You know, the Joes are like, oh, you're right, you're back, you're good. Well, here's where things take another turn for the worse. It's like, oh, because the, the blob is reacting to it. And it's kind of looking like it's squirming. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, no, actually, it's not dying. It's going through mitosis. Yep. So now we have two of them. And they're heading in opposite directions. Oh, man. We are just going from Dude. bad to worse here. I was going to say, if that was a doomsday device, congratulations. Yes, the virus has seriously. now mutated. <laughs> like, seriously, congratulations, because yes. you guys accomplished the mission, this... and it's going to continue. So yes, this has now mutated and spread mm-hmm. as do most as do most viruses and bacteria and all fun things like herpes in Brevard County I didn't uh, say that yeah. oh man so yeah airtight's kind of just not feeling it it's like He's kind of feeling like he's failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, shipwreck of all people. My good buddy. He's like, <laughs> Seriously, I love him so much. It's like, well, it didn't work. He's like, shipwreck's like, well, what we need is a candy coating. Oh, my God. That line right there. And Ace is like... He was like, hmm. Ace whoa. is like, you're an idiot, Shipwreck. You need a transfer. <laughs> yes. That was the, that was such a good line. Like, seriously, that Dude, made me laugh so hard. There is so much shade thrown this and episode. The first part was what Shipwreck said. I was like, well, you're not wrong. And then that, like, made me laugh so hard. I was like, okay, never mind. You know, so... Please continue. I was like, seriously, oh, that was so funny. But Airtight's like, no, hold on. We need something. Maybe this is an idea. <laughs> and so exactly. they bring up apples. Oh, my God, the fucking apples. Because, yeah. Apple seeds themselves do have very trace amounts of poison, which are fine in very small doses. Oh, my God. Most people don't eat the apple seeds anyway. (laughs) The next scene. But Jesus, the next had a large if But if you had a large enough supply of them, maybe they could do something. Oh, Ooh. yeah. So the next Ooh, scene, baby. we have a number of Joes flying off, including Ace, Dusty, and <laughs> one of them is actually heading close enough to an orchard 
So basically they shoot the missiles to kind of corral the, the blob mm-hmm. towards this orchard. We will call this the apple seed of Kamehameha. So they go through the, the orchard and it's kind of working, but they're like, well, we might need a li- something a little stronger. Like, actually, there's another one here. So let's direct it over here. And so by the time they get down to the second one, basically they got to corral this thing like towards a cliff and it's got to like roll down a hill. Like the logistics of this are insane. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. It was like... But, oh my god. Like I, yeah. I can't even fathom it. It was just... Ugh. Right? But no, they eventually succeed and the first germ is eradicated. And it blows up and it's a mess. So, <sighs> the first one has been taken care of. The second one is basically heading towards New York City. Where there are no orchards in sight in path for this one. Think about it, people. <laughs> I was just kidding. Oh Seriously. My <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> Seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Corona Dookie. Oh my god, this is insane. Corona Dookie. Who? Jeebus. J E E B U S. Jeebus. So, at this point, <laughs> they, the Joes are literally loading trucks full of apple crates. Yes. Like, like this is a supply Bundles line of apples. Oh, dude. Like the fuck? Like seriously, bundles of apples at this point. So they're trying to, you know, get to it, and so. It, they basically come up to like a river or something that's blocking their path. Oh, and shipwreck. So he's in the that... back of one of these trucks with Cover Girl. <laughs> Freaking shipwreck. You know, you know, shipwreck at this point. Bruh. Rhyming ass shipwreck. So he's trying to get a date with Cover Girl. He's like, <laughs> we got some time to kill here. Dude, she straight up jabs him in the rib. Yeah. He's like, okay, point taken. Shipwreck, I feel you so much, bro. I'm sorry. So, yeah. So, Flint radios in, and we get an appearance of Tollbooth. One of his few (coughs) appearances in the series. Again, can I say that Tollbooth, I had to reconnect with him. Like, seriously. Bruh. Your name is Tollbooth. And he is the bridge layer operator. Exactly. And all like, he does, I like, remember. Okay. I think he's only he only made like two or three appearances and literally every time his appearance like, alright, <laughs> here's a bridge, go for it. Yeah, I had to reconnect with him. I had to stop and like think about it and look it up. And I was like, okay, Tollbooth. Okay, cool. So... 
So they're delayed. They need some time. Influence like Asa, we need some we need you to buy some time here. So Ace. Your idea of buying time is blowing up a dam and just flooding the entire area. Yeah. That's his plan to buy some time. <laughs> yeah, that's all cool. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, seriously. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So, drowning but, the germ obviously did not work. So, they're uh, just like, uh, uh, all right, going. But it does give the Joes enough time to, you know, get into position in front of the germ. And, bruh. This is insane. <laughs> the conviction, though. Like, seriously. They're, like... they're waiting for it. Right? And Shipwreck is like... Oh, my God. Where are you, you son of a bitch? Like, Shipwreck, like, seriously, he was overboard with it. Like, he seriously was. But I loved it so much. And, bro... Like, as he's doing it, the germ appears, like... Oh, yeah, oh, 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 okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. All right, you got it. You good. You got it. You good. <laughs> it's like, seriously, like, what the fuck did you do? So, here's oh the God. thing, dude. So, at this point, we are, like, they are literally loading apples into, like, rocket launchers. The, the tank. Not missiles. Not explosives not bullets nothing apples like they're loaded up to Fucking be shot out through the apples yes and they're loaded up to be shot through the guns on top of the awe strikers bruh can you imagine the i don't even know what to call it but the shrapnel of apples yeah bruh <laughs> oh sure that hurts so they just God, start my, my life apple seeds. Oh. <laughs> so they start shooting and it's not enough. Like not even close to enough. <laughs> oh my god. So like Flint literally has to order them like out of their vehicles and like all right, into the water. But bro, once again, shipwreck. He is like on top of the truck, just throwing apples one by one. He's like, <laughs> oh, this will be the one. This might be the one. Oh, shit. And CoverGirl's like, you idiot. We have to run. Maybe this will be the one. And she's like, Shipwreck, if you run, if if we run away now, I'll go on a date with you. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Like, he immediately jumps He's off. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, <laughs> hankers away. <laughs> so he's like, oh, what are we going to do for a date? Hey, let's go <laughs> swimming. <laughs> he meant that by his penis. So yeah, they jump in the water. <laughs> and so... Oh my How God. bad is Shipwreck's <laughs> life 
when he literally goes. You could imagine the shenanigans going on and the J.I. Joe force. Bruh. He literally. Bruh. bruh. Shipwreck says, this is the best date I've had in weeks. There's a mat. There is an imagining behind the name of uh, Shipwreck. <laughs> Not so much ship, but the behind of wreck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. Oh, man. Oh, so we finally get some and resolution Roblox. here as the Ace and his team of Sky Strikers arrive and they just dump a crap ton of apples into the thing. <laughs> I bet he did. So yeah, they eventually <laughs> pump enough apples into this thing that it finally dies. Dude, but at the same time, the apples though. Why is this one of the most harebrained schemes? Damn the we've... apples! Why is this one of the weirdest? It. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. It was like it was really weird. Apples. Like apples. Wow, an apple a day really does keep the doctor away. Is this not a, an episode of the fucking the ponies or whatever they are? I have no clue. <laughs> like seriously, I'm. I'm so like. W- I'm lost. Yeah, the GI Joe won, so I'm happy, but I'm so lost. Oh man. But yeah, no, the germ explodes and oh, it's just a mess everywhere. Goo everywhere. <laughs> that's my that's my entire life. <laughs> and so I want to be I want to be joking but it's not. And then like the two idiots from earlier just like get flung out and thrown Ooh. into the water with them. And that's what I'm saying. It's like they're okay with that. I I don't know. Oh, and Robux like oh, this must be a worm from the germ. <laughs> a worm germ. <laughs> and germy worm. And then from that scrummy worm germ. And then uh, my notes here say it was Gung Hu who said, I guess that germ found Cobra as hard to swallow (laughs) as we do. God damn it. (laughs) Ooh, shit. And that's the line the episode ends on. Uh, Recurring entities are the best. Man. Oh, the shade thrown in this episode, man. The one line. So much shade. Dude. the kind of do it shade the Palpatine <laughs> throws at you. <laughs> it's like, seriously. Oh, dude. This episode, it's... man, was like absolutely fun. Oh, God. It was great. But at the same time, it really makes you think. It's just. It's, like... it's just one of those episodes that you, you're like, okay, where, do, where does it end? It's like. This is the idea they come up with. <laughs> right? We're just going to pump it full it, of it's apples. Like, exactly. Like, bruh. Like, wow. where does it end? There is no ending. It just keeps getting more insane by the minute. <laughs> it's, and it's great for what it's worth, but at the same time, it's like, how dark does it get? Right? Oh, God. How, oh, dude, like, this... Seriously. How dark does it get? 
oh, this seriously could have been like some dark, like oh, blob movie God. kind of thing going on. Right? Right? I was like, ooh, it's getting dark here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably why there's like so many one-liners in this episode, dude. Can't keep it light <laughs> somehow. Right. And I wasn't trying to go there, but it's like, ooh, really? That's what you said? Okay, cool. And this episode um, had... How about this? It's like, and this episode had just enough shipwreck in it <laughs> to really keep it light. Bro, I will be honest. I love shipwreck so much. Like, seriously. Not because of I've been in the Navy, but he just has... Shipwreck almost has a fourth wall, but he doesn't know he has a fourth wall. Right. So it's almost like he's he knows what's going on, but mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to break it. Uh, and there's and it's a... it's it's weird. Right, and there's a few episodes where there's kind of a thing with like the shipwreck cover girl dynamic. Right. I know there's an, another one like the one where they where like they're in Hollywood and they get in like Dude. a bar fight together. Right. Like, like that's it's an that actual, one like, and even the other one where he was um going through that whole thing to where they were trying to like get that whole like formula out of him. But I know that's like an actual thing in the comics, like shipwreck and cover girl. Okay. Dude, it just, it's like, he, he has a whole nother level that he doesn't even realize. (laughs) It's like, he knows who he is, but at the same time, he doesn't know the reason he is going through all this crap. Oh, dude, man, but this episode was so good, man. (laughs) It really was. Animation was top notch, especially like when they're in the journal. Thank you. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah, no, dude. There are definitely a lot of... There's definitely quality moments in this episode, and... Oh, man. I mean, as weird as this episode got, and it got weird, uh, dude. It got seriously, like, it was out there. It was. I can honestly say that it was out there. Like, but at the same time, it was fantastic. I know. You go into the writer's room and you're like, well, here's this idea. We're going to make a giant blob that's a bacteria. And we're going to defeat it by pumping it full of apples. Well, think about that. Like, they did that. And at the same time, what's that movie they came out with? The Blob. Yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, it was like a more, I guess you can say children medium, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it was a fantastic idea. Yeah. And And what can you say about that, really? Like, that was a fantastic idea. Yeah. With the medium you had. The 80s cartoon world was a phenomenon of Mm -hmm. fantastic genius. And, and it's uh, like the sky was the limit, and you can do whatever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And of note, there are only a handful of episodes in the series that do not have Cobra Commander in them. 
this is one of them. And that's true. Exactly. You were right. You're exactly right. And if I I believe Cobra Commander has the most appearances of any character in the series. But this one that just happened did not. Yeah. And there's like a hand so, like the number and it of was, episodes he's honestly, not in. it was really diabolical. Like they really had a good formula going on. Oh dude, no, this episode was so good. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Absolutely recommend seeing this one. And that's the funny part, is like the more we do this, the more I watch like these different like eighties episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, besides the stress, but it's just like I watch more of these this stuff, especially with like Disney Plus and this and like this and that. It's like I remember all this, the good stuff that happened back then. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I love it. Oh, man, dude. Yeah, no, this kind of just came as a, a last minute idea for me to do this episode in... Just kind of everything that's going on, the the pandemic we're going through right now. Exactly. And, like, this episode right here, like I said earlier, it was like, that was almost perfect. It was. There's and so many parallels right like, now, man. It was so funny, but at the same time, I didn't, I didn't want to say too much, but that was almost perfect. Right? <laughs> it was so funny. But no, but that's why we do this show, man. Exactly. Like, we're revisiting these 80s cartoons. We're experiencing nostalgia. We're kind of looking at the, through the lens of us being, you know, in our 30s and kind exactly. of getting these different perspectives. But we do the show also to entertain. Um, and right now we're going through some trying times. It yeah. really is, oh, and it's around like the world. You're right, and yeah. I think people are panicking more than they should have. But at the same time, I feel like with everything going on, we're still giving people laughs and mm-hmm. a different, I guess you could say, uh, look on things. A pandemic, a different look on the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But no, that's why we're um, doing it, though. Just to, you know, in these times, we need to be entertained. Exactly. And we have no plans on, you know, not doing the podcast. You know, we record the show over Skype, so we're... So really, there's nothing that's going to change how we do the show. But we're going to keep doing the show. We're going to keep doing it for you guys. We're going to keep entertaining you. And just to be a needed distraction. Exactly. And that's my th- my biggest thing. It's like when we said we're going to do this tonight, I let nothing hold me back. And I'm never going to help, like, have anything hold me back ever again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not trying to sound like a, a uh, charity case or nothing, but with you, like, I've been looking for something for so long and... You put me onto this, and it made me so happy. But at the same time, it's like people have trying to have tried to get me to do other things, and I'm just like I'm at a point to where 
this makes me so happy that I'm just I'm I'm dedicated to this. And that and that's our goal, you know, in these especially in times like this, you know, the world needs to be entertained. We you know, we need some distractions. And we're going to keep doing yeah. this and we're going to make sure we do our part to you know, even if it's just something simple like, you know, keeping people entertained and just given exactly. that needed distraction, something you can go, all right, let me escape for just a little bit. and. Oh, my God. That's, why that, we're that's here. exactly what I mean. And it's like I could have done this with other people, but with you, it means so much to me with doing this thing with you. Like, I don't even say that I could have done this with other people. It's just like, you've done amazing things. And I, again, we, like, say less, but we connected on such a platform that um, we knew that we can do something, something great. And I, I admitted that, you know, me with everything I'm going through, that. I feel like I'm holding, I almost feel like I'm holding you back, but at the same time, I feel like we can do great things, and I'm so dedicated to making that happen. Mm -hmm. I want this to be a thing, and I am not going to stop. I promise I'm not going to stop. Oh, yeah, and, and we're here for you guys, and we'll keep doing this content, but think on that note um i think that's going to do it for this episode of totally radical cartoon podcast of course check us out at geekworldorder.com check us out on all the social media platforms and of course um subscribe to us on your podcast provider of choice you know leave us a review leave us a you know the five-star comment uh when you see the episode go up share the post share the podcast help this grow man and uh we'll see you next time I love you guys. Let's keep this thing going. We got you. You got us. All right. We'll see you next time, folks.